Welcome to the Sunday morning podcast from Kingdom Faith Church in Crawley. This message is by Anna Andrew. So I believe this morning that God wants to not necessarily focus on things that we've maybe missed or not recognized him or but I think God wants us to focus this morning about how do we actually make room in the busy in the crazy how do we make room for Jesus are you all up for that okay so there's a scripture um, of a story in the Old Testament that we're just going to look at now um making room and it's 2 Kings 4. It should be on the screens. Okay, so I'm just going to read through this. A certain woman of the wives of the sons of the prophets cried out to Elisha, saying, Your servant, my husband, is dead, and you know that your servant feared the Lord. And the creditor is coming to take my two sons to be his slaves. So Elisha said to her, What shall I do for you? Tell me, what do you have in the house? And she said, your maidservant has nothing in the house but a jar of oil. So then he said, go borrow vessels from everywhere, from all your neighbors, empty vessels. Do not gather just a few. And when you have come in, you shall shut the door behind you and your sons. Then pour it into those vessels and set aside the full ones. So she went from him and shut the door behind her and her sons who brought the vessels to her. And she poured it out. Now it came to pass when the vessels were full that she said to her son, bring me another vessel. And he said to her, there is not another vessel. So the oil ceased. Then she came and told the man of God, and he said, go, sell the oil and pay your debt, and you and your sons live on the rest. So now that scripture is usually, usually used when we're talking about provision, God's miracle of provision where that oil, she only had a little bit of oil, and every time they put um, a jar or vessel underneath, the oil just kept on flowing, and it flowed so much that they could live, they could go and sell all that oil and just live on that forever. The rest of their lives, they could live on that. That was their income for as long as they needed. So that must have been a lot of oil and it was quite costly as well. So that scripture is normally used when we're talking about provision and God's, God's ability to provide for us and God's um, miracle power in multiplication and provision. But this morning I want to use that scripture to talk about making room. Go on to the first. Okay. So there's a few points that um, I just want to pick out from this scripture. I love the fact that, first of all, she went to the man of God with her problem. Her husband was a part of um, the prophets and was just, he feared God, so he was a, a man of God himself and he died. So 
she went, she cried out to Elisha, she cried out to the man of God. And so we, we have that um, we have that relationship because of Jesus coming. We have that relationship with God now that we can cry out to him. He knows our problems. He knows, he knows what's going on, but we can cry out to him. So the, the top point is go to God. And with that problem that she had, God was creative. I love how he could have just said, oh, there's a pot of money that's just going to keep continuing to flow and you're just going to be able to dip in and get money God didn't just do something simple how we think oh that would be helpful if I just have a pot of money he did it in such a creative way that we couldn't even think of God multiplying oil to go and sell but God is a creative God God just wants to do something out of the norm he wants to be creative but first we have to go to God with him to him to ask what to do about this situation God wants to speak. Are we ready to listen? That's the next point. God wants to speak. God wants to give us the answers to certain situations in our life, but are we ready to listen? The next point, are we ready to do what he says? Now, God gave her, the man of God, Elisha, gave her specific things that she needed to go and do. She had to go and collect all the vessels and not just a few. She had to go out. She had to come in and close the door behind her and her two sons and lay them out and just follow the instructions. Are we ready to follow what God is actually telling us to do? That's the challenge to to us, to actually carry out what he's saying. And the last one, practice hearing from God. So, How many of you know that God is always speaking? There's a scripture that talks about God speaking through a donkey. There's um, scriptures about how God talks to us in loads of different ways. There's a, a still, small, quiet voice. There's also... Um, talks about dreams and visions and just God just talks to us in so many so many different ways because he's so creative and this is a this is part of what we need to do in our everyday making room for him practice hearing God somebody once said to me that it's like um, tuning in a radio you know those old-fashioned radios and we're waiting for the sound of that radio station that you can recognize but you've got to keep tuning in till you hear it and when you hear it you recognize it now God's voice is like that it's about practicing and tuning in the more you recognize his voice the more you can go yes that's God so we're going to do a bit of that right now everybody up for that Now, we've already said God is creative. God wants to speak to us. God wants to speak through a picture or use our imaginations. It's okay to use your imagination. God made your imagination. It's okay. But it doesn't matter whether you're saved. It doesn't matter whether you've got a relationship with Jesus. He will still speak to you. God just is ready and wanting to speak to us in our everyday, throughout our day. This is about making room for him. So we're going to practice. Okay. We've done this in the women's conference. For those of you women that have been here, we've done a bit of this in the women's conference. And God has spoken to me so amazing through this. So this, are you ready? Don't be scared. You're not going to get struck down. It's fine. Everything's okay. (laughs) Right. So I'm going to ask you a question. But first of all, just count to three in your head. 
Did you just count out loud, David? <laughs> okay, so that's, that's your voice in your head. God will often speak through that voice, okay? That's a voice that sometimes you can hear the Lord. Sometimes you might see a picture. Sometimes it's a, a, a quieter voice. <laughs> sometimes it's an audible voice, David. But sometimes it's not always that big booming voice that we would love to hear the answer in that big booming voice. Okay. So, in a second, I'm going to ask you a question. I want you just to shut your eyes. And often the first thing that you see or the first thing that comes to mind is often what God is actually saying to you. So, this is a bit of fun, but actually God does something a bit real with this. So, Jesus wants to play a game with you this Christmas. What is it? Close your eyes. Just ask the Lord, what game do you want to play with me this Christmas? I'll give you a minute. You may be thinking... Lord, why that game? Just ask the Lord, why that game, Lord? Okay, if you've not got anything straight away, keep on asking the Lord for the rest of the day or to this afternoon and God will give you something if you didn't get it straight away. Like I said, we need to practice hearing from him. So, anybody got a good one? Oh, Gary? Battleships. Why battleships? Do you know? No idea. <laughs> okay, right, well, we'll let the Lord speak to you about that. You might get a sudden ding and he'll tell you why. Can I go over here with the mic? I'm not going to make loads of noise, am I? Hide and seek. Why was that? Proverbs 25.2. It is the honor of the Lord to hide a thing, but the... Whatever. <laughs> That's what. it, I think it's actually God saying, I'm hiding some things, and it's an honor for the king to search it out. Right. So for me, this Christmas is hide and seek in the word. Anybody else? Joan? Mine's tiddlywinks. T- tiddly what? Tiddlywinks. Oh, tiddlywinks. Wants to launch me, I think. Oh, a big launch. Big launch for Joan. Anybody else from here? Anybody else got one? Oh, Liz, Liz. Excuse me a second. See, this is fun. We can just do this every day. Jesus, what game you want to play with me today? Funnily enough, I got hide and seek as well, and, and it was to do with um, that I'll find him when I seek him with all my heart, mm. but also when I'm hiding, God loves me enough to come and seek me out wherever I'm hiding. Awesome, awesome. Anybody on the naughty row? <laughs> I got hide and seek as well. Oh, everybody's hiding. But I didn't know why, so obviously it's... Oh. That's the answer. I thought I must have thought of it myself, but then two, two others had it, so yeah. I guess. Yeah, it's good. Anyone else? Oh, is that your hand up, Kim? It's twisters to bring us closer together. Oh, she's doing a bit of twister with Jesus. Mm-hmm. 
to bring us closer together. Awesome, awesome. That's good. <laughs> Monopoly. Monopoly. Oh, you found some property. Well, I, he said because he's called me to take ownership of every place I put my foot. Awesome. We'll have a bit of that. Oh. Dead, mine was Monopoly, dead the same. Well, it came instant. Yeah. It was within seconds. It said Monopoly. Don't ask me why, but Kim's give me the answer. Holly. 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 That's good. Do you know, at the women's conference, I got Monopoly. And I was like, oh, I don't like Monopoly. I hate it. And honestly, and then the Lord said to me, he says, where you land, you're going to own. And that was before we bought our property. That was just the year before we bought our property. So she actually copied me. No, I'm joking. Right. Are you ready for another one? Okay. So this one. Close your eyes. What word or picture is God giving you for Okay. Did anybody get one? I'll just come around and do a few. Oh, did, I will start here. Did you get one? Oh, a tree. A tree? Yeah. Um, Psalms 1, I'll be like a tree planted by streams of water, wow. which yields its fruit in due season, whose leaf does not wither. Awesome. Awesome. Absolutely. Anybody else? Quickly. Liz again. Yeah, I had a picture of a candle. It was a white candle with a really bright flame in a dark room. And basically that God was going to pierce the darkness and just just hope, tranquility and peace. Awesome. I also got a tree with no leaves but lots of fruit. I uh, believe because the goodness and stuff is going to come from the roots and not from outside. Awesome. Tim? I got the word conquer. Ooh! Conqueror. Conqueror. Conquer. Awesome. Excuse me. Um, I got authority. Take the land, take the territory. Um, And he's saying to me, the, what, the territory he's got for me, I'm going to flip in, kick the enemy out, and I'm going to have it. All right. of it. Awesome. Wow. So you've got, like, we've got our words for January, uh, for the next year. Done. This is what we can practice every day throughout our days. Okay, God, what are you speaking in this situation? Look how easy it was that he just comes. God is always ready. God wants to speak. God wants to give us that picture. God wants to give us that hope. God wants to give us that word. Sometimes it's in a picture. Sometimes it's in a scripture. I got, um, when I was doing this, I got a 
fruit bowl and it was just full of fruit. And then about two seconds later, I just happened to come across a scripture that said, you did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you so that you might go and bear fruit, fruit that will last and so that whatever you ask in my name, the Father will give you. Amen. Right, moving on. Next, next slide, please. So, when we think we've got nothing, the widow said to Elisha, I haven't got, I've got nothing. I've got nothing. That was her first response, that she's got nothing. Then she suddenly remembered, but I have got a little bit of oil. I've got a little bit of something. So I've put there a bit of a riddle. Our nothing is someone else's something. And what I mean by that is when we think that little thing that we've got is nothing, it's not really anything. Oh, it's just nothing. But it's something huge to somebody else. It's that, that lift, giving somebody a lift. Oh, it's nothing. I'm going past anyway. But it's a big thing for that person. It's nothing to us, but it's a big thing for them. That £10, it might be nothing to you, but it might be massive to somebody else. So our little something that's of no value to us is something big for somebody else. God will always multiply what we give. So she started off with something really small and he multiplied it. Look at, look at there's so many scriptures in the Bible that talk about the, the little boy with the bread and fish. And what did Jesus do with that? He multiplied it and fed thousands of people. When we give that little thing to God, our time, our money, our anything, our house, whatever it is, God will always multiply whatever we can give. It's just about being available and ready to give it. Don't underestimate the small things. And then I saw this scripture said, whoever can be trusted with very little can also be trusted with much. Often God, the way he works it with us is that he gives us something small and to see what we do with it. If he can trust us with the small things, he can trust us with the big things. So God sees what we do with the small. Okay. The next slide, please. Called to live in community. You might be saying, what's that got to do with what we're talking about? But we are talking about making room for God. I love in this, when I saw this, I was like, oh, Jesus, this is just so lovely. I just love this. So Elisha asked her how to help. And she said, I've got this oil. And he said, right, go around and ask all your neighbors for empty jars. Don't ask for just a few. And I love that, that God makes it so that we're a part of each other's miracle. That he didn't just do it isolated with her, the miracle with just her, which would have been lovely. And she would have been, oh, thank you, Jesus. She brought, he brought the whole community into that miracle. That one family that said, oh, this is the only jar I've got, but have it. They were a part of the miracle of provision. They were a part of the miracle. And God 
wants us to be a part of each other's miracle. Now, part of that, ask, don't be too proud, is about she had to humble herself to her neighbours and say, look, can I have a jar? Have you got any jars I can use? And she must have been loved in the community because they all gave loads. But don't ask. You know, we're here, we're together, we're family. Ask what you need and we want to help each other and we want to be a part of each other's miracles. Be ready to step into someone's answer. Somebody might have been praying for something and you might have heard from God, right, I just need to do this. Be ready. Be ready to hear from God to be somebody else's answer. We're called, to live in, we're called to live in community and God wants to use each of us to be someone else's answer. Is that making sense? Okay. The next, the next slide, please. Okay. Be the empty vessel. I really believe that this time of year that we're talking about making room, we can get so busy and so full of things that it makes it harder for God to come in. So this first one point is prepare the vessel. You can't fill something that's full. And I love, I love that in this scripture as well, that she had all the empty vessels there, ready and prepared to be filled with God's miracle. Ready to be filled with that oil, that flowing oil that didn't stop. And God's calling us today to prepare our vessels. And the vessel that I'm talking about is us. Prepare our hearts ready for God, what God wants to do in 2019. You've got already heard amazing pictures or visions of, or the words spoken for God to do in your life in 2019. Let's prepare the vessel. The more room we give, the more he fills. I really believe that when we lay things down of ourselves, when we lay things down that are just consuming our time and energy that are not, not where God wants us to put our time and energy, he does something new and fresh in our lives when we just go, okay, God, I want more of you. And be open for him just to come and fill in a, you in a new way. Um. 2019, um, we've got a little video from Pastor Clive, just two minutes, and it's about, it's about preparing, being prepared for, for what God's going to do. Let, can we play that now, Sean? Hey everyone, I am really looking forward to 2019 and everything God's going to do in the new year. We're going to start 2019 with 21 days of prayer and fasting. 
21 days to personally encounter God, 21 days to break through as a church, and 21 days to establish victory for the lost for this coming year. We want to make space for God to fill in our lives. We want to saturate our lives with His presence so that we can carry His life and His presence out into the community, into our workplace, into our homes, everywhere we go. It's going to be an exciting year, an exciting time ahead. Now, during the three weeks, during the 21 days, we're going to have nine encounter nights, three each week on Tuesday, Wednesday and Thursday evenings. We're going to be having some lunchtime prayer meetings each weekday and some early morning prayer meetings as well. We want to encounter him. We want to meet with him. We want to break through together and we want to pray also for the lost that are going to be saved in 2019. So what I want you to do over the next few weeks is to really pray and ask the Lord, what does that fasting look like for you Uh, in terms of food fast? But also, it might be that God talks about fasting some other things. You might fast watching TV or social media or something else in your life that God might show you. But let's put aside some things and give God the focus and the priority as we come into the new year for everything He wants to do in us and through us. So let's really respond to God. Let's make sure we're ready for the new year. And it's going to be an exciting time ahead as we encounter God, break through together and establish victory for those that don't yet know Jesus. Bless you. Awesome. So, that's going to be a part of how we're going to launch into 2019, just to um, give over that first part of the year to really press into God in a new way, to really meet with God, to do some prayer and fasting. And if you've never um, fasted before, it's not always about, like Pastor Clive said, it's not always about not eating, but it's about, it's about the heart. It's about you can't fill something that's already full. So, for example, if um, you're on social media a lot and you're just busy with all that kind of stuff, but actually you put that down, you fast from that, it gives God more room to fill you with things that he's saying, things that he's speaking, things, scriptures and words that he's given you to be then to then give to your friends, give to your family. You know, it's about letting go of the things of self, of um, things that are just filling us up that God wants to go, okay, do you know what? Just let go of that. I'm going to do a new thing. So letting things of self fall away so that more of the Holy Spirit can come. That's the heart for the prayer and fasting that we can lay aside some time to give to God. But before we get to January, you could be like, okay, in January, I'm going to get into prayer and fasting. I'm going to meet with God a new way. Let's prepare the vessel now. Let's get ready going into this Christmas season, being not letting it get in too busy with things of buying and this and that and cooking and da 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 But let's give God time and make room for him in this season to, to pre- prepare what God wants to do for next year. Um, James 4, 7 and 8 says, Submit yourselves then to God. Resist the devil 
and he will flee from you. Come near to God and he will come near to you. You know, God's always there. He's always waiting for us to come near and draw near to him. He wants us to have that personal encounter with him. He wants us to hear his voice. He wants us to surrender things that are just not good for us. We're going to, JV, can you come and play for us? But I believe there are people here that. You've had a bit of the innkeeper situation going on. You've wanted to, you've wanted God, you've wanted a relationship with Jesus, but you're just saying, yeah, Jesus, come, but just be there and I'll come to you as and when. Or just be at the side, not fully into my life. And it's kind of like some people here today have actually want Jesus, but when they want him. And he's saying he wants to come fully into your life. There are some people as well that have just not recognized Jesus when he's come. And he's knocking on that door. And he's saying, I want a relationship with you. I've come and I want you to experience the fullness of life that I have for you. And you've not recognized him. And today we can have that. We can have that forgiveness to say, God, I've not made you, I've not brought you into the center of my life. I've not made you, I've not given you the rightful place that you deserve in my life. So we can come today and we can say, Jesus, I'm sorry that I've not given you that rightful place, but I want you to take that place in my life. And I believe there are people as well that we all do this, that God wants to bring us back into a bit more of a God focus in this busy time where things have got on top, things have been difficult, things have been stressful. And those problems, I think we said it during the worship, that um, some things have got seemed bigger than God. And God wants to draw us back to a more of a God focus that he's bigger than all those things if you'd like to stand and we're just going to pray Jesus Jesus. Jesus, we just come before you now. We just come before you, Father. Forgive us where we've not given you the rightful place in our lives. 
Father, we choose right now to give you that place, to come fully in, to be our focus, to God, where we've made problems and situations bigger than you, Father, give us your focus. Lord, we want to fix our eyes on you, Lord. Lord, I I pray that you just prepare our hearts for this busy time for Christmas that we remember in our everyday. We remember what it's all about. Father, that we make room for you every day. We give you that rightful place every day. Father, that you stir in our hearts your voice. Let us hear your voice in everything that we do. Father, and I just pray that you guide us right now to take those steps to prepare ourselves for more of you, Lord. We want more of you. Father, we don't want to wait till January, Father, to put some time aside. But Father, we want you to prepare us now for launching into 2019. Father, we want to start that year as we mean to go on. Father, we want to give that over to you fully, to submit to you, to surrender to you, to give everything over to you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Father, I thank you, Lord, that we we submit ourselves. We submit ourselves to you. We resist the devil and he will flee. Father, we choose to come near to you right now. We choose to come near to you and you come near to us. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for listening to this Kingdom Faith podcast. We trust it's been an encouragement to you. For more information and resources from Kingdom Faith and our other audio and video podcasts, please visit www.kingdomfaith.com.